There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Happy Monday, everybody. We have a guest this week, and I'm... So, 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 so excited for you guys to hear this episode. Disclaimer now, um, obviously she lives in the US. She is an American YouTuber. So we had to do this interview via Zoom. Does mean that there are some slight cutouts like from the audio. We had a little issues sort of like sending over audio and like getting it to sync up. So I've done the best that I can. So please bear with me. There are like some slight delays in hers where you can't really hear, but I'm sure you can... Like, you can sort of make out what she's saying, okay? It's not completely inaudible. Otherwise, I would have, like, redone the episode. And also, there were some bits where she was talking, but the audio from Zoom didn't pick it up. So it just kind of sounds like I'm talking the whole time. So please bear that in mind. I was letting her speak, okay? Um, The audio just didn't pick it up. But like I said, I'm so excited. I don't want to ramble on this intro because we're just going to get straight into it. But this is just going to be your new favorite influencer, I'm sure. So it is my greatest pleasure to introduce you guys to the most beautiful soul, the best, like, big sis advice giver and just advice giver, period, Miss Haley Gamba. Any questions is normal. It's fun to talk about this stuff. Nothing is going to be off limits. Hayley Gamba, welcome to the podcast. You know how excited I am to have you on. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. When I first started planning my season two, I knew I kind of wanted, well, actually I wasn't 100% sure which direction I wanted to go in, but just an episode with you and about the stuff that you do your content on, self-care, self-love, like just, I don't know, I was like scrolling down the, um like all the titles of your videos and I was just like, your content is so underrated like no one does content like you do here like in the UK but before we like jump into the kind of stuff that you do I'm gonna let you introduce yourself and you know tell people where you got started and yeah just a little bit about you in case people don't know. Ellie Gamba I live in New Jersey in the United States I have been doing YouTube since I graduated high school essentially which was in 2015 And I have been 
changing my content a lot throughout the years. And then kind of what made me kind of recognized was my self-care content. So I started doing a lot of like hygiene related videos and self-care because I noticed a lot of girls were not necessarily doing all of the ridiculous steps that I did. And I was like, okay, I have to like not gatekeep and give people like the real tea on what I do, what I use. I was getting a lot of compliments on like how I smell, how my skin looks. And I'm like, okay, this is what I want to do. And that was exactly kind of how my content started over the years. I've kind of made a little bit more of a jump into talking about relationship advice, life advice, manifestations. That has been a passion of mine. And as I grow into the individual I'm becoming and the woman I'm trying to be, my content will just naturally shift. I feel like I'm more of like a woman empowerment type of content now. I literally love that. And you're so right in the sense of literally the titles of your videos are what so many people want to know. And it's funny that you bring up about the beauty stuff because I was trying to think like how I found you and like discovered you and like that sort of thing. And yeah, I think it was from those videos because they're they're like just like the big sister chats that like not everyone has. And that's definitely a direction that I found with my followers resonates so much, which is again, another reason why I wanted to get you on because not everyone has, you know, that like big sister vibes person to talk to. Some people don't even have necessarily like that close group of friends to like confide in and like have these chats, which makes me sad. But then luckily there's people like you on, you know, like the internet that are sharing their thoughts, not gatekeeping advice. Cause I feel like when it comes to advice, sometimes you need to hear it from somebody else that like doesn't know you and getting somebody else's like perspective on things is way more helpful than someone might even realize. I would consider myself to be like gentle, but I also will give it to you straight. I'm not gonna but hold they're the back. Best, they're the best kind of yeah. fans, they're the people that you need. So I feel like you touched on it slightly, but like where did the passion for like self-love like come from? Did anything, I don't know, was there like a pivotal moment where maybe you went through something? Cause your, your content's like always sort of had that element to it, I suppose, but now more than ever, I guess it's a bit more prevalent, but like, was there something like in the beginning? I've always, I would consider myself to have always been on some sort of self-love journey, but the older I got, the more real it became. I was always like the fake it till you make it kind of girl growing up. So like I said, okay, I'm really confident, but like, I really wasn't. And especially in high school, like, I think a lot of people would have described me as, oh, Haley, like she's super confident. She's super talkative, but Inside, I was battling a lot of inner insecurities. And when I became an adult, I genuinely really did start to love myself for real. And there was a lot of reasons that that started. And it was me just addressing the things I didn't like about myself. It was me starting to accept the things that I couldn't change. And then also just when you get older, sometimes you just realize that a lot of your insecurities are physical. And what makes you super confident are things that are within. So integrity, being a good friend, being a good daughter, caring about other people, being empathetic, being hardworking. These are things that actually make me confident today. And it makes me have true self-love. See, even just from you answering that question, I'm like, guys, can you see exactly why I wanted her to be on the podcast and with this? Because everything you've said there is just like so true. And I can totally relate to the, you know, appearing confident vibe because I think some people mistake like just because you're super chatty and like can have a conversation like doesn't necessarily mean you're confident like in all aspects of life like it just means that you can talk and like can make a conversation you know and yeah I, I think a lot of people think that one equals the other when really that's like 
not the case and you have no, like that sometimes the loudest person in the room most likely actually isn't probably the most confident at all no that makes like so much sense there are a lot of things there that you said and I'm just like it, it does it does st- and I think like you said also as the old the older you get you realize that you know the little things that make you insecure and all of that like I think you just you experience so much more stuff that you realize they really don't matter like in the grand scheme of things somebody said recently that really struck me and it was when I was the most beautiful I was the most insecure and I that resonated with me because I couldn't believe like when I look back at photos of myself when I was in high school I was so cute and I was so pretty and I was deeply insecure and I am you know I realize now that insecurities do stem from just like not knowing yourself and not being super self-aware And it could also stem from, you know, possibly bullying or people making fun of you. And when you get older, you kind of relinquish that like obsession of caring what people think of you. And also you just realize that the only person that really matters when it comes to the opinion of yourself is you. And I kind of gave myself that, that affirmation. I love that. I feel like that needs to be like, like, like shouted from the rooftops. Like so many people, like, I think need to hear that. And I think so many people's confidence is like knocked or like they feel the most insecure like after a breakup which leads me on to like the next thing that I wanted to talk about so you did like what a lot of people do but what a lot of people don't do which is choose to share your relationship online and do videos with you know your now ex-boyfriend etc etc and I mean I automatically have respect for people that choose to do that because as like a online personality and influencer I feel like as soon as you choose to share your relationship because you know you low-key build your career and your engagement and your authenticity by sharing your life with people and then when you share that element of it I feel like you just open yourself up to people's opinions and criticism and stuff and then feeling like you know if you guys do break up not only is that like already just such a difficult time but then it's like oh crap not only do I have to like deal with this myself but just feeling like you have to tell like so many other people and like almost like you like have to announce it. So like, if you don't mind, I just wanted to ask, can you tell us a little bit about your breakup in the sense of how you dealt with it, like within yourself? And like, did you feel any pressure at all to like have to, you know, announce it to your followers? Felt like I probably should announce it. Me and my ex were together prior to me being on YouTube. So we were together a total of almost seven years and we were high school sweethearts. And he helped me like hugely with starting my channel. He was super supportive. And actually what's funny is like for the first three years of our relationship, we weren't really like taking pictures of each other or like of our relationship. We weren't like that type of couple. And then I remember like maybe like, I want to say 2018 family channels got really big. Couples channels got really big. And I'm thinking we have like a real relationship. Like we didn't just meet yesterday. We've been together a really long time. We should try to do this. It would be fun and a great way for us to connect. And that was kind of our motive behind it. We didn't really get super far on our particular channel. Everybody knew that we were together once I became like known on YouTube because with there was no me without him. Essentially, we were we lived together for five and a half years. We were best friends we had a very long relationship. So when we broke up, I actually was at peace with the breakup. I wasn't super worried what other people would think because I'm just not really that person. But I will say that from this point, 
forward, I will not share my relationships in detail just due to the fact of there's really no point in sharing it because you don't know what's going to happen. Granted, I genuinely could have put money down that him and I were going to get married. We were together a really long time and it felt as if that was the direction we were moving in. So I didn't care at the time, but now I've realized that you should never speak in absolutes. You should never say, I'm definitely going to be with this person forever. You don't know what tomorrow holds. And because of that, I think it's important to protect things that are important and sacred to you, whether that's relationships, family relationships or even friendships yeah no I totally agree and I feel like with you being like the high school sweetheart relationship I think those breakups for a lot of people are the worst in the sense of it's all you've really like ever known and I think that's why the fact that you've just said that you were at peace with that not that I'm like shocked but I just think a lot of people that might be in the same position of you of you know, been with this person for so long. It was from high school. Like that's like the period of your life where you just change so much. And I feel like with those relationships, it goes like one way or the or the other in the sense of you either continue and or you get to that point where it's like, okay, we're literally probably about to enter the most like exciting years of our lives. Like, are we the same people that we were? Is this like what we want? And I think it's really like strong to acknowledge that if it's not breakups are okay I think people are so scared to be single sometimes because that's all like they've ever known I sort of like see it especially like with you and stuff like it's just it's sometimes it's like the strong and like best decision you know but I I completely forgot that you guys had a channel together because I was scrolling down your content I was trying to work out or like see if you'd actually ever done like an announcement type video but I just saw like the one that was just like the single girl Q&A and I was like, that's like a soft, a little like a bit of like a soft announcement, you know? I did. I actually did a post on Instagram. That was my first way of launching it. I ended up privating the post. I want to say like two weeks later because I don't want that on my feed forever. Like I don't, I, I announced it. It was there. We both decided. And also I wanted to note because you said this earlier about saying that it shocked you that I was at peace something my best friend actually taught me or told me, I guess, was it's actually the relationships that are the shortest that are the hardest to overcome because there's a lot of unknowns where yeah. when it comes to relationships that you, I want to say kind of lived out and felt out, the reason I was at peace was because all my questions were answered. There was nothing that I was like, oh, but maybe, but there was no, but maybe. We went through all of those emotions. We were vacillating between breaking up for a very long time it wasn't like a, like a cut break off where we cheated on each other and it was like traumatic. No, it was a decision that we both made that took a while. Like we were kind of discussing breaking up in 2019 and we ended up breaking up in 2021. So right. I feel like for me, it, I was at peace because we, we were talking about it for a very long time. And it was, there was a lot of questions that got answered and we were really trying to figure out, are we right for each other? And I also think that, yes, I was scared about being single because I literally never was single. Even before I met him, I was in a relationship for about a year and a half. I never knew what my life looked like single. I was 24 at the time. I was newly single. I'm like, what is life? I thought I was going to be married by now possibly having children. That was the fear, honestly, because all the things that I really thought I was going to have, I didn't have. But what was so beautiful for me and cathartic was that I chose me over anything that I wanted, because at the end of the day, I don't want to do anything half-assed. 
and staying in a relationship that wasn't serving me. That's what it felt like. I felt like I was going to do myself a disservice just because I wanted to be married, just because I wanted to have kids. There is no way in hell I'm going to have kids with a man and get married to a man that I'm not a hundred percent in love with. And it was just, that was it for me. And I'm, I'm a hopeless romantic. I want to be, I want it to be real. I want it to be genuine and I want to be really content with my decision. So yeah, that was kind of, for me, it was very simple. Was it easy? I wouldn't say it was easy, but it was something that I knew I wouldn't change my mind about. And I think a lot of people would like need to hear that sort of like advice because there is so much pressure to just like have everything together and like have this perfect relationship all by like a certain time. And it's like, like this is why I just like hate social media and like society when it comes to things like that, because everyone's relationship and journey is different. Like, yes, just because seeming like you were together from a young age and like your best friends and stuff like sometimes those relationships like don't work out and you should see every relationship as a necessary journey that you needed to take some are long some are short and I think yeah you were right in saying that um I think I heard this too I don't know if it was like on TikTok or like something it was like a snip from somewhere saying like why why is it that the short like the shortest relationships like hurt the most and someone was like because they like did I wonder if it was the same thing that we watched did you hear someone put it as in like as an analogy of like going on holiday was it that that you saw but do you know what I'm gonna say my best friend was the one who told me this when we first broke up so I didn't see it on TikTok but essentially the reason is because when you break up with somebody and it and it didn't fully make it you're constantly like left in the air with questions and you didn't you feel like the closure wasn't there. You feel like you didn't get to truly live out the experience and you feel like something was cut short from you. That's why situationships or short-term relationships hurt because you didn't get sick of that person yet. (laughs) You literally were like, wait, I'm still so madly in love with you. Yeah. Where it's not like that after seven years sometimes with people. Yeah, no, literally, like I think the analogy was imagine that you go on this holiday that you've been excited about for ages, like tropical beach, you've just like got in your head, like all of the cocktails that you're gonna have, like the days that you're gonna have, like lounging by the pool, and then you're there for like two days, and then you get a phone call saying, you need to come home immediately. Like, you just feel so shit. You're like, oh my God, like all of these things that I thought were gonna, I was gonna do and I haven't got to do them, and you go home, it's like, that hurts more than like being on like, the holiday for like two weeks and like experiencing like yes you did those things but then actually some days were like pouring with rain and like you didn't get to do those things and then you basically experience everything that you could have done in that in the in the two weeks and then you go home like that doesn't feel you're like you're ready to go home like at that point I don't know if I've like explained that fully correctly but that's was a way that someone described of like why the shorter term things hurt more you actually said it in the literal sense but like that analogy I thought that might that's a good way to sort of like think about it as well you know because that does also it it makes sense as to why that is in fact the case yeah I think a lot of people um sometimes you have to experience things to understand them and prior to my situation I don't think I would have truly understood when somebody would say to me I'm at peace with my relationship I would actually find that to be a little pompous I'd be like who do you think you are like you had a man love you for so long (laughs) and I get it but you have to sometimes go through experiences to fully understand the gravity of them. And, and that was my situation, which is why 
now at 25 years old, I'm a lot more objective. When people tell me things, there's nothing that I extremely judge because if you didn't go through it or you don't, it's not your life or your experience, it's hard to really judge someone because you don't really know exactly the logistics behind it. For sure. I'm not sure like what is in the air at the moment. I don't know if it's the same with like people you know, but I'm finding like with people in my life, but also like when I put up question boxes like on Instagram and stuff, I'm just seeing that so many people are going through breakups, whether it be in relationships or even friendships. And now some time has passed for you after yours. I just wanted to ask like, if you could give your best post breakup advice to anyone that might be feeling a little bit, you know, lost or just like needing to find themselves again, whether that be in from a relationship or a friendship. First of all, I want to say I'm sorry to anybody who is going through it, but I want you to understand that on the other side of uncomfortability is a beautiful experience. You really can't truly experience life to its fullest without heartbreak, without going through things and being super sheltered or trying to avoid healing or trying to avoid going through hard times isn't going to really create good character development. I do believe that people who go through things become the best people because they just understand life differently. Also, sometimes you have to go through a really traumatic heartbreak to realize that when you meet someone else, that that love is, is real and the love you had prior might not have been. I went through that myself where I dated a guy who I thought was the one and he was so special and he was so good to me. And then, you know, going through a traumatic breakup and then realizing that when I met someone else, wait a second, that other person lacked so many good qualities that I'm so happy that I'm not with that person. And at the end of the day, it's really, really, really normal to go through breakups. I mean, everybody goes through it and it doesn't invalidate your feelings. It's still hurtful and painful, but you don't want to be with anybody who doesn't choose you. So for that, it's, it's, it's gotten easier for me to go through these experiences because I want to be with somebody who chooses me every day and I want to choose Period. them back. Yeah. Yes. And that's just that. I love that. Moving on. I get this question a lot. And you mentioned about like the being confident thing earlier. So I feel like this is going to be a great question to ask you, but I also get the question a lot um, on just like how to be confident, which I feel flattered by. Obviously people feel like we're both like very confident people. So I just want to know, well, number one, would you say that now, like, I know, cause you kind of touched and explained a little bit earlier, like now you are confident, but like, have you always been or were there, I mean, yeah, like you said, you did mention like a little bit more, but like go into detail about sort of being confident now. And if you were or weren't always. But I definitely pretended to be a majority of my life. And now I would consider myself to be very confident and the reasons I told you earlier, with, which just had to do with like a lot of my internal qualities that I really love about myself, propel my confidence. I do like the way I look and that's to me half the battle, but I do also think that having really great qualities within, like I said, being a good friend, being a good daughter, caring about others, listening to people, being trustworthy, being responsible. These are all things that make me confident. And I think if anybody is struggling with confidence to remind yourself that at the end of the day, your beauty is valid. And there isn't like, I know that there's such thing as beauty standards and things like that, but I do find the most beautiful people to be beautiful because of who they are on the inside. 
So as long as you're working on bettering yourself as a person every day, I hope that that eventually turns into confidence because you're really content with who you are when you look in the mirror because you like who you are on the inside. I was going to say like, number one, that's just like great advice, but do you have like specific advice to people that ask you like how to be confident? Because I know it's, it's one of those questions where it's like, you can't just like teach someone to like be confident and like love themselves. Like as much as that's, that is low key the answer of like how to be confident is like learning to just accept and be happy with like the person who you are like on the inside. I think a lot of people associate confidence with like like external qualities, but like if you had to give three tips to someone on just like how to maybe not like how to be confident, but let's just say like kickstart their feeling confident mentality. Like what three tips would you give someone? With physical attributes to just take good care of yourself, take a shower, make sure you <laughs> smell good, go to the gym. If that's, you know, what you're trying to strive for to be more fit and take good care of your image. Being a presentable person is half the battle. I would consider to to really gravitate towards people who just really do take care of themselves and it's obvious. They smell good, they look good, their hair is clean, they have good makeup, they dress very appropriately, they look good. That to me, like, I'll look at somebody's outfit and hair, I ain't even looking at her face. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's great, but you just look fabulous. Like, yeah. how you take care of yourself. So just, you know, take a shower, <laughs> invest in yourself, period, whether that's your clothes, your nails, your hair, and go to the gym and eat clean. You're going to eventually feel a little bit better about yourself. Not only going to the gym is going to make you like look good, like in terms of just like feeling good as well, like the stuff that it does for mental health. I hadn't really taken that on board, but I just hadn't really taken that seriously as to like how good that actually does make you feel. And that's why a lot of people like to go in the morning because it just kicks up. Like it's your body naturally reduces like these feel good well it's not um like what is serotonin like vibes do, do you know what I mean just like that kind of thing so if you're like stuck in a rut and like yes the thought of the gym and like stuff like it's the answer that a lot of people give but there's like a reason for that in the sense of yes that's gonna it's gonna make you look good but like clearly this confidence thing it's it's also a mental thing and it's just it's it's so good for you mentally as well. And I feel like people think when you go to the gym, you have to run like 30 minutes on the treadmill and just like, it's gonna make you look sweaty and gross. And it's like, how on earth could that possibly make me feel good? But you can just go to the gym and, I mean, I just go to the gym and walk like uphill. I like have such Super a good healthy. time. I have such a good time in the sense of like, I download a show on Netflix and I just walk. Cause I'm thinking I could just, be doing what I'm doing at home, which is like sat down watching something, but like, why not just like walk and do it at the same time? The time flies by, I feel really good. I feel really productive. There's something about like ticking off the fact that you went as well. That's like, helps you feel good as well. It's honestly like such a great like place to start when it comes to things like this. And then I love the, the point you made about just like investing in yourself. I don't know why people are like, not like afraid to do that but like investing in yourself is just like the best like thing that you can do and like even if it is something as little as getting your nails done like it sounds so like materialistic and I know but I know we're both saying in a way like not like that at all feeling good isn't just about getting your nails done like you don't need to get your nails done to feel good in a sense but 
I don't know, there's just something that it releases something in your brain that's just like, damn, my nails, like, they look so cute. Like, I suddenly want to go out and do things and just like, you know, it's, it's, it's the little things, I think, that like, when it comes to yourself, that just can make like the biggest difference. And your hygiene videos, yeah some of my favorites because you just keep it so real and like you said like you don't gatekeep and they're just so insightful guys if you haven't checked out like Haley's YouTube content like I keep like banging on about it I'm obviously gonna have left her um channel down below so you guys can actually like click it from here and go after this podcast go and binge watch her videos honestly they're so so good but one of my favorite videos from yours was the one that you did on how to have a magnetic aura guys that was the title like of her video. Can you just like see why? I want to click, I want to watch, I want to learn from you. And I feel like this is something that everyone, like even if they don't know it, like aspires to have. You want to walk into a room and everyone sort of be like drawn to you. So for those that like haven't seen it, can you kind of like elaborate a bit on what your advice was and tell us how we can have an angelic presence like you and just bring that good energy I mean I saw a video from Brent Fiaz and he was talking about the women that he's really interested in and I knew immediately what he was talking about because I have gotten that compliment more times than I can count so many people have what a always compliment to have by the way like that's just like the best I like people always say I love your energy like your aura is just I can feel it and I'm always like oh my god thank you like I don't know what to say but I've gotten to like the root of what it is it's like honestly like being confident but also being humble in one thing I find that a lot of girls who are really beautiful sometimes can be a little stuck up they're not like super friendly they lack substance And it's like, why babe? Like you can be pretty and kind. I don't know like what's happening here. I find that the most beautiful people are the kindest people. And by the way, I actually talked to somebody about this and they said the reason why when they walk in a room, people don't like them is because, you know, they they like wear like a resting bitch face and they just don't, and and I get it. And I think a lot of this stems from maybe bad friendships or a relationship with the parents or some type of trauma in your past where you feel like you don't want people to be drawn to you at all. If anything, you want people repellent. And I'm just not like that. Like I don't allow my traumas to define me. I've experienced a pretty big chunk of trauma in my life and I just don't let it define me. But I do empathize with people like that. And I do think that if you do want to start radiating that aura, you have to be kind, you have to be a good listener, you have to have something to offer people that makes them feel better. I want people to always feel better when they leave a conversation with me. When we speak, do you feel good about yourself? Like I love to pay people genuine compliments. Like I'm not like the one girl who's like, I love your hair. And then I walk away and I'm like, ew, did you see her hair? Like, I'm not that girl. Like I give people compliments that I think they will really like love to hear. Like I'll say like, wow, you're such a good friend or you're such a good listener or you really care deeply for others. Like things that I think people will really respect and love. So that's kind of where that video kind of came from was that I got a lot of people saying that about me and I wanted to share why I think I have that. And that's so true about the resting bitch face thing. Cause I've number one, I've never really like understood why some people kind of see that as like a flex. I'm like, I mean, some people naturally just might have like, that phase but I suppose if you're like bringing the energy to like support that I have always wondered like why why is that and maybe if those people don't even 
no like that makes so much sense in the sense of actually maybe you don't you don't want anyone to come out to be fair I feel like when there's times that I'm just feeling like a little bit like low or just like in a bad mood and I don't want to necessarily like talk to people I feel that is probably when I might like have like a face about me that says you know like don't like talk because we all like get those like days and stuff and I think especially if you're like a naturally chatty person you get scared to like have those days but um no I think everyone is like everyone would love to just like walk into a room and have that you know that energy like about them and I love that video that you did on it and your explanation just then like you guys need to actually fully watch the video because what Hayley said just then is only just like half of it like the advice and stuff is so good but is there anything like besides how you can be and like present yourself like as a person is there anything like beauty product wise because I know you also love your beauty products and I feel like you have the plugs and like the best stuff that you have found that just draws people in or like just maybe if it's not even like a product but just like something in your beauty routine that you like to do that you find people are just drawn to you get the most compliments on besides just your energy and being the beautiful soul that you are i get a lot of hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss compliments on how I smell that's probably my number one compliment everywhere I go it's oh my god you smell so good and when I started investing in like more luxury fragrances was when this happened so I am a huge MFK perfume connoisseur I have like Baccarat I have you know I was about to say like what's MFK but yeah Mason Francis is so good I love Baccarat I've been wearing Jo Malone Scarlet Poppy that is insane like it smells so good I get so many compliments and also a perfume that I don't think I mentioned on my YouTube before because it's so expensive but I'll say it anyways it's from the brand Parfum de Marley and it's called Delina and it's like this very like pale pink perfume bottle and it's gorgeous and it smells insane like every time I wear that fragrance it draws everybody in I mean you've sold me on the pale pink bottle I'm like I'm I'm sold smelling good is not only is it like one of the first things that you notice about someone even if it's good or bad like that's someone's smell is what like you're one of the first things that you notice so like investing in your smell I think is so important and I think I think perfumes is definitely one thing that I'm not, depends how expensive, but like I'm not opposed to 
like spending money on a good fragrance just because I think that that's so important and a lot of the more expensive ones anyway you actually don't need like a lot of it to like last on you and it smells so good and it's just such it's such like a necessary investment I think you've put us onto some good ones I've never heard of that Joe Malone one before you hear obviously all about the like popular ones like the pomegranate noir and stuff but I really like them for like my soaps and stuff and in terms of the fragrance I've never really thought to shop there I think I've got one that's called I think it might be like a bergamot one it's like that type of like smell but the one that you've said I'm definitely I think gonna check that out the red bottle it's like oh it's a red bottle okay everyone take some notes because I think we I think actually I did a video on perfumes and I hadn't you know when you sometimes you do types of videos and you're like I'm not sure how well it's going to do I never do a video like going in thinking that but I just know like with some videos that I do I know it's only going to appeal to maybe like a certain amount of like people because like not everyone like cares about like what perfume perfumes you're wearing but that video I went in sort of thinking like oh like people will care people won't I've had like few people asking but actually did so well and I've had so many people always asking about perfume I think that's such like a big thing that like we always forget and we want to know the best one I feel like you've just given like three really great ones that maybe people didn't know about before but you say you like Baccarat Rouge have you smelled um it's not expensive or anything but like Ariana Grande Cloud I owned the Ariana Grande Cloud prior to owning MFK Baccarat so I remember they smell exactly the same they do they do, but I will say that I find that Baccarat lasts on the skin a little bit longer. Yeah, I think that's what you pay the money for is that like you barely need any of this product and it's going to last like all day. But I also love how with, I don't know if you find this, like with the Baccarat fragrances, I think they smell different on everyone. It's amazing. It just shows that perfumes with your pheromones are so important and you have to find what works for you. Like there are some perfumes that I own that are like a little stinky, but I'll put them on and people are obsessed. And I'm like, what is happening here? Oh my God, I feel that way about, uh, so I like fell into the hype about, um, I saw this TikTok about how apparently everyone says Rihanna smells amazing. And then somebody said that the perfume that she wears, I can't remember the brand, there's like Cillian. Cillian, don't be shy. Cillian, right? yes. And I, I didn't even, guys, this is so bad. And I'll say, Do you know what? I don't even care. I'm not even gonna smell it. I'm just buying it. If Rihanna like, if Rihanna wears this and everyone says that she smells good, it must be good, right? And then I got it and smelt it. And it was the one time I was like, oh, I was like, oh no. Like this doesn't, to me, smell good. But I was like, do you know what, Rachel? You spent all this money on it. It doesn't smell terrible, but it's not like something that I would naturally like gravitate towards in like a perfume. So like I sprayed it and I always like to kind of test it out on my friends whenever I get a new perfume if I know I'm gonna see people that day I'll try the new perfume and everyone was like oh my god Rachel what are you wearing that smells so good and I was like really on the skin it does it has like a marshmallowy smell yes. to it which is why it's like kind of weird but no, yeah I, for me it was like it wasn't even marshmallow it almost was like dusty sweets to me like it was sweet and that's why I felt confident buying it because I love sweet smelling stuff I want to smell like you could literally like eat me up but also like rich vibe chic like that's kind of like the scent that I go for I love but, that but that was like not the kind of sweet that I like I was like it's giving I don't know it was giving like old woman and I was like surely Rihanna like doesn't wear this but the people's decided and apparently it's good so you're a fan of Killian did you say it was Killian I do own that perfume. I do not reach for it ever. No. Nothing is going to be off limits.
for the final part of this podcast, which I feel like this is what a lot of people were excited about and wanted to hear from you. I know we've touched and you've given like such great advice already throughout this um throughout this episode but I wanted to ask my followers and I feel like a few of yours like jumped into to just get some actual personal advice from you on their personal situation so we'll both do our best to help but I feel like this is going to be what the people want and it's you guys are going to fall in love with Hayley the way that I am because I could just listen to you speak about this kind of stuff and give advice like all day get ready here we go so somebody said that their boyfriend got into a university five hours away so they mutually decided to end things as it just wasn't going to work but now he keeps liking my best friend's instagram posts when he never did before it keeps knocking my confidence and making me feel like i wasn't good enough and he's just interested in my friends instead she's offered to remove him as a follower so he can't do it anymore but that does that just make me look hurt help love you both by the way that is so shocking to me um but then again men never surprise me so it's not really that much of a shock I will say though that um no you're not hurt and your feelings are valid that is extremely disrespectful and your friend just showed her loyalty to you by doing that because had she been engaging in conversation with him I would cut them both off so you made the right decision continue on with your life remain quote-unquote unbothered and yeah, don't ever look back. This person is not for you. And clearly he had a crush on your friend the whole time. And I find that to be extremely despicable. Yeah, no, I, it's always, you always hear like about the friends and stuff and it's so common. And it's like, it's always just like, how is this like so common? Like, why is this like a thing? But I think like, you know, she's saying it's like knocking her confidence, but like, I think what Haley's trying to say is like, it's, it's not a you issue. Like clearly it's not a you issue. Boys not all boys I will say obviously not all boys but a common thing with guys when it comes to like them maybe wanting to end a relationship is like their communication is just terrible like and it will come out in ways that just like end up hurting you like probably them in in that sense but that's just self-inflicted because they just couldn't have an actual conversation with you and be honest with you about it but I would never I would I wouldn't let it will try not to let it affect your confidence too much because like I said it's not a reflection on you it's a reflection on on him and there's so many more people in the world like why did he have to start liking your best friend's pictures I think that's just their way of maybe acting out in the sense of they've not dealt with the breakup very well and it's almost maybe just trying to get your attention back See, be flattered be flattered that he's clearly most likely doing this to just get your attention okay somebody else said how do I get my confidence back I got into a relationship with my best friend of eight years and he royally broke my heart and we don't talk anymore around the same time two of my best friends walked out of my life and I just feel like I've lost myself and the confidence I used to have because so much has changed so how do I get over this I can't stop thinking about the betrayal from my closest friends and I love your podcast again through the week thank you but yes Haley help how can she get her confidence back in the sense of she's just gone through so many changes with boyfriend and best friends what's your advice i'm really sorry that that happened to you um it's really difficult to lose a guy but i find it actually to be more painful to lose friends because it's i don't know it's just a little bit it hits different these are people who know you in and out usually and it's just a very painful loss but i will say this be grateful that these people are no longer in your life. There's nothing that sucks more than having people in your circle who don't truly love you and don't truly care for you and are, you know, a lot of these girls could be catty or gossipy or 
not true and not authentic and not genuine. And yes, it does hurt right now to experience this loss, but eventually you're gonna be grateful because you're gonna meet new friends one day that are going to respect you and care for you the way that you desire. And you're gonna be so happy that you don't have this dead weight. There's nothing worse than having people in your life that are not for you. And I've met people who have had 10 year friendships with snakes in the grass. And it's like, damn, that sucks. Like these people have been plotting on you putting freaking bad karma in your life. And I much rather be alone by myself than have people in my life that don't fuck with me for real. So miss me with that shit. Exactly. And like, what's your advice on when people go through these things, like for like this girl, for example, like how to not convince yourself that like you are the problem, like how to not let it affect you personally? If the facts are saying, like, if you aren't the problem, you aren't the problem. Granted, I do think that everybody plays a role in a situation. I think that taking accountability is huge. Take your accountability in your part, but you cannot take accountability for others. And and you're going to also realize the older you get that people really aren't sorry. They will, they will do terrible things to you and they do not care. It's very odd. And Sometimes it's a little bit shocking and jarring to deal with people who don't have empathy, who do not care and think it's fun to like, I guess, not be a good person and just be happy that you cut this person off. The last thing you want is somebody in your life like that. And I think going to therapy, I will always promote that. It's important. Also use a creative outlet to channel your emotions, whether that's starting a new hobby, whether that's maybe doing a sport, painting, adult coloring books. There's a lot of different things that you can do to channel your emotions. And just also be grateful that this builds your level of discernment. There's nothing better than becoming discerning as a a grown person and realizing that you're gonna be more selective with who you choose to be your friend. You're gonna know now what to look for in the next situation. For sure, I always think when it comes to yeah breakups of any kind whether it's boy boyfriend girlfriend or like friendships you need to like kind of switch your mindset in the sense of there is always going to be something positive you can take away from like any situation like as much as it hurts and as much as you know it's it could be so easy to like dwell on all the negatives yeah exactly now you know what's like what you need from a friendship and I think actually learning what you need from a friendship or like relationship is so important to maintain like a long healthy one that you know people might come and go and that's okay it's not necessarily like a reflection on you as a person but you know it just might be what you need to understand what it is that you need and like what you need from someone so these these like friendship endings and relationships endings as much as like I'm sorry yeah we're both sorry that you went through that see it as a positive like there's always going to be like a silver lining to any situation even if you can't see it I hope maybe us saying this out loud can help you help you see that I feel like this is a good question I feel like you're gonna have you must have done a video on this I'm sure it low-key is um about the magnetic aura I suppose but somebody said how to channel feminine energy Um, well I think that being feminine is extremely multifaceted and I do believe that you can be feminine and still be independent. And there's a lot of different layers to it. I think that being a good listener, allowing people to sometimes take the driver's seat in certain situations with also being a really good passenger, 
that's, I mean, that has a little bit more to do with being more of like a healthy submissive, but for me, like feminine energy radiates with your beauty, with how you speak, with how you listen, with how humble you are, with how you care for others. That for me is top tier. If you're good friends, if you're a good friend to someone, if you are radiating beauty, you are a happy person, you're a helpful person, that's gonna show feminine energy. I never never really like thought about like feminine energy and you've got me thinking like, do I exert feminine energy? Like, (laughs) I'm not even sure. So like, I feel like that'd be really helpful. Yeah, it's all in the way that you carry yourself. I think that's like one of the biggest things that you notice, like someone aesthetically in your mind could be the most like gorgeous person like in the room, like technically. But, you know, if their, like, attitude or, like, anything is just, it doesn't match up, I think, I don't know if you either said it in this podcast or I've watched it in one of your videos, but you said immediately, you're ugly to me, like, if the energy's off, I think that speaks louder than actual, like, external beauty, like, literally just, like, the way that you carry yourself and present yourself and investing in that in the sense of, even if it's just understanding who you are and like therapy for example like always working on yourself and striving to better yourself that will just naturally exert I think and that will always be like the most beautiful thing I guess that people will notice wishing the control because I know for me there was a time in my life where I was tapping more into my masculine energy and that can kind of look like struggling and always having to grind and hustle culture and having being a control freak and all of these things. And when you relinquish control and let things be, that's you tapping into your feminine. I love that. Moving on. I feel like this is a good one as well in the sense of, I get this question a lot and I would love to like know your kind of like take on it, but someone said how to feel confident when sober and just like not once you've had alcohol. So like not having to like rely on alcohol to feel confident. I do drink. But I didn't start drinking until I want to say was like 23. Like I was not like the girl on my 21st birthday who like went crazy. So I never really needed alcohol to be confident. But I think what makes me really confident is like knowing that really nobody is like fully obsessed and confident with themselves. So when you walk into a room and you feel like you maybe have a little bit of imposter syndrome or you just don't feel like you belong or I don't know, like an insecurity arises, just keep in mind that like everybody feels that way. And sometimes just like humanizing people and realizing like none of us really have it figured out. It kind of boosts your confidence kind of just knowing that. I think that everybody gives people way too much credit. Think everybody is just so about themselves and loves the most beautiful, successful people are the most insecure sometimes. So whenever you are questioning, you know, your, when it comes to like sobriety and things like that, just keep in mind, like nobody is that, honestly, nobody cares. So whenever you're worried about that, just remind yourself that I think it's important to know that because Maybe you're just too in your head and you feel like alcohol loosens you up. It makes you more chatty and things like that, which sometimes it can be a helpful, useful thing. But I do suggest to to do more things. And the more you get out there, the more you socialize, the more comfortable you're going to get. There was a time 
where I was trapped in the house and I was working really hard and I wasn't seeing people. And when I would get in social settings, I was awkward. I didn't know what to do. As long as you put yourself out there, the more you do it and try to do it for like brunches and daytime activities so you're not drinking, you're going to build up that confidence naturally by just doing it more. That is such good advice. Like I was just sat there nodding along because I feel like not that I need alcohol to like be confident, but I can totally relate to that girl in the sense of sometimes, and I'm to that, I'm quite an advocate of like, if you feel like you need to just like loosen up slightly, it's kind of maybe more um in like a sexual scenario. Sometimes I feel like I'm like advice sometimes would be like, oh, have like a glass of wine and it'll be fine type thing. But you know, when it's actually comes to like going out and like a lot of people feeling that they need it to just, yeah, either be more chatty or just like have a good time period. That's such good advice. I'm like taking notes, okay? I'm gonna like re-listen to this episode back just to take notes on that. Cause even I could take that on board. Like that's so true. Like anything that you, if you just go out and do it more and more, like just naturally, you just, you'll feel more confident doing it. Okay, so you spoke about fragrances, but is there a favorite beauty product that just makes you feel like so glam, like whenever you put it on or like whatever it is, you're just like, yep, this, I love this every time. Uh, brand called Osea and they have like a body oil. I love it. I put it on my shoulders, my chest, my legs. And whenever I step out, it's like you glisten, you look like the sun. And also when it comes to makeup, because I'm sure people want to know about the makeup too, the Hourglass Stick Foundation, I have been carrying that on my back for like three years now. I love, that covers up every single blemish, dark spot, anything. And I love that it's, it doesn't get like weird over time. Like throughout the day, you still look good where it doesn't start to like cake up. It doesn't look weird. And like, I do tend to break out and my skin complexion, like the type of skin I have, I get dark spots, really, really dark. And I've noticed it's the only foundation that like covers it in one swipe. So yeah. It's just really like, that's such like a throwback for me in the sense of I used to wear that foundation like all the time. I suddenly need to like dive into my collection and see that I've had it because you've just like resold it to me again. But I swear I used to wear that foundation when I was like taking pictures because it also just looks so good in pictures. And you know, when you just get a good makeup pick, like that always just makes you feel like a little bit more like confident. So I suddenly, yeah, I'm suddenly need to like dive back in and like reach for that. But you've also sold me on the body oil. I love body oils. Like anything that just makes my body look shimmery and like a glazed donut and that you could just like eat me up. I think body oils are so like underrated. They fully just like seep into your skin and you just naturally just look healthy and glowy. And I think looking healthy is just looks so good on like everyone, you know what I mean? And like a body oil really just makes your skin look insane. Somebody said how to support my best friend when she goes back to the same toxic ex all the time and regrets it like how to keep being a good friend but obviously you know you just want to like but you know a friend is a friend you want to support so like what's your advice on just like how to be supportive even though they keep making this terrible decision my friends advice especially when they ask for it I'll always be there for them as long as they're not being injured I will not overstep I'll speak my piece. I'll let you write it through because unfortunately when you're going through it, sometimes you can't see it through the right lens. A lot of these people have rose colored glasses on. They don't understand the gravity of what they keep accepting. 
And as long as you're gentle with them, you give them gentle, healthy advice, but then you let them go through it. Sometimes you really have to let people go through it to understand it. And I don't want to stop somebody's journey in healing or growing because I'm upset that they're dating somebody. So I will just say my piece if they ask. And as long as they're not being like brutally beaten, we're good. I'm gonna let you go through it, girl. I'm gonna stick beside you. Um, and hopefully we can get on the other side eventually. I know it's always so much easier, like said than done in the sense of like, surely you think if you go through it one time, like that's enough. Like some people really do, not that it's like they need to go. Well, actually, yeah, I suppose they like need to go through something like again and again and again, like, and there will be a point I'm sure like where it will get through, but it only got to that point because they went through it like again and again and again. So I completely understand that it is so frustrating and it's like talking to a brick wall sometimes with your friends and you feel like you've given like the same advice like 20 times, but you have no idea how much like, even though yes, you may have like said it before, like that that advice I'm sure like doesn't mean a lot to them. So you just have to be patient, I guess, with them and like keep writing it out. And I think it's important, like you said, when they ask, because sometimes unsolicited advice just like backfires on you. Like if your opinion's not actually wanted, even though you're trying to help, like it's all good intentions, but if it's not actually wanted for some reason, the anger on, or like the problem suddenly becomes you. And I just, I don't think you want to be like a problem in their life whatsoever, especially if you can see that like this whatever they're going through is a big enough problem in itself like you don't want to add to that for your friend and you don't want to be another problem because you like you might be the easier problem for them to deal with and dealing with it might be that you guys fall out and that's exactly what you don't want so big emphasis on the if they ask it's important to not have yes men around you as well when it comes to things like that like when it comes to like have friends that you want to have a friend circle that wants you to like, keep it real with them. I want my friends to keep it real with me. You know, my best friend, when I was dating somebody in particular, she was like, girl, I don't like him, but I'm gonna let you ride it through. <laughs> it was like, okay. <laughs> and, and, to be fair, yeah. and that's all that needs to be said. Like yeah. if you start going into details and stuff like that. That's when it gets a little bit personal and stuff. Sometimes that's all that needs to be said. But um, we'll do a couple more because we've been talking for literally like an hour and I feel like we could like keep going. But I love there's, a it. Couple, there's a couple that I want to know because one of them, I actually got asked in a recent uh, video that I've done and I actually suddenly drew a complete blank and I'm going to see what you say for yours and then I'll let you know what my answer was. But what are your tips for flirting? Like how does one flirt? Like, I don't know. It's like, I'm like, to me, it's an energy, right? That's so, what I said. I was trying to think. Yeah. I was like, there's not like, you know, step one, do this. I was like, I feel like flirting is all in your body language. Yeah. I think that like if somebody were to like paint a scenario of how I would handle a situation, obviously me and a guy would be like feeling each other out or something like whether, I mean, I feel like I get approached. I only will entertain a guy who approaches me, right? I don't ever chase a guy like that is dead and gone. I did that in my past. I won't do it as an adult. It's very just not cute. So like, let's just say I'm out to dinner with a girlfriend and we're just eating and drinking or whatever. And a guy is staring at me and he comes up to me and let's just say, I'm also interested. I'm going to like, just be a little bit more inviting. Like when you're interested in a guy, you're going to face them. You're going to look at them. You're going to look up, you're going to like smile and blink and 
it's just like a vibe. But if you're not interested, you're going to kind of be like kind of cold shouldered. You're going to be like giving them like your back, essentially. You're not going to be feeling it. You're going to cut the conversation short. And so, but I will say that you don't want to be like overly excited. I know it's like fun when a really hot guy hits on you, but you know, keep it mysterious. Like keep it cute. Like it's okay to, you know, not be like, super forthcoming with yeah here's my number and call me tomorrow like no like I don't even think that's flirting like that's just suddenly like a business transaction and like that's yeah I think my advice or like my tips was like I feel like it's definitely just like in the body language I actually kind of love the fact that you said you only really like exert this kind of thing like when a guy approaches you because therefore from the offset you know that this man is interested in you so there's no like is he isn't he it's like yes he's come over and he's speaking right that's like the first thing and if obviously you also find them attractive that's the second thing it's like okay we've passed the first two steps so the flirting side of things should just kind of naturally flow between you. To you, that I feel like you won't even realize that you're flirting but because you're interested and he's interested or she's interested like it's just it will be natural there's no like um, well actually I'm sure there is a book on how to flirt but that you need if you force it it will you'll put so much pressure on this situation of just like how to flirt that it just won't be natural and it won't probably be delivered correctly and it'll and you'll just leave that conversation thinking like oh my god what the hell was I doing like I was like doing way too much because I was thinking the book said to do like this this and this there's not like one set way on like how to flirt I think it's all like also un- maybe even understanding what your best feature is like on your face and like just knowing or like emphasizing that like for example I maybe I'm just saying that because my eyes are like my favorite feature on my face so I in my head just naturally think like okay I love this feature about myself I'm going to make you love this feature about me too. So like, I'm very big on like eye contact when speaking or just like, you know, like, like that kind of thing. I think that in itself might be flirting. Like just, I don't know, like understanding what you're good at and like ways to emphasize that. And then when it comes to these conversations, really like playing on your best elements. Does that make sense? Contact is huge. I've heard from a lot of guys that are insecure that it's quite intimidating because they're not used to girls being like, so like, yeah, like, cause you know, some guy, I think they're just used to a girl being like kind of looking down and like me, you're not gonna get that from me. I'm gonna look you directly in your eyes and I'm gonna talk even to you. When you're, when you're just even having a conversation with anyone, if they're not like looking at you, it's just, I don't know, I really pick up on that. And I'm like, are you even listening? Like, I think that's what's a, the really attractive thing about eye contact is like when someone's looking at you in the eye, like, I mean, you'd hope they're listening, but it, it, they're focused on you. And I think that is in such the umbrella of like what that means when someone's focused on you is just like so attractive in itself. Like just knowing, yeah, that all attention is on on you in that moment. Like, I love that. The final question, which I feel like you might have a good answer to, um, and it's kind of random, but what is your favorite confidence song? Like, what song are you putting on when you need, you're, like, in a bit of a rut and you're, like, right, I need to get my bad bitch energy back in this moment. What am I putting on Spotify? I mean, can I just go to my Apple Music really quick? I mean, do you you, you have a playlist that you share with people? Like, have you got playlists? I have a few because in my new healing journey, I made sure I made a specific playlist that had to do with, like, music that made me feel good. So I have on here... Dangerous Woman by Ariana Grande. 
please. Yeah. I have um, The Heart Wants What It Wants by Selena Gomez. I have Beef, Flow Mix by Flo Millie. I love that song. And what else? I also have Thank You Next. I love that one too. Like, why not? Like, Ariana can't Grande go is like a, a sure like artist to listen to, like for any kind of mood. But because, and I'm I'm, I'm low key biased because I love her. Like, don't get me wrong. I love me my Drake, The Weekend, Party Next Door, like R and B vibe. But I will always be an Ariana Grande stan, like through and through. Like, I am obsessed with her. But no, there's some like good good songs. I feel like you need to do like some playlists or like something because you've got good taste in like everything I can see what you mean now about like the compliments that you get like I like I really want to know these things from you like I just feel like your taste is just like so good already it's a cancer thing they say this about cancers that we have good taste oh my god thank you so much for doing this episode with me I feel like there are so many elements to you that we could have done like specific episodes on but just from what I've been reading lately and from what people have been like asking me I definitely just wanted to do like an episode with you on just like finding confidence finding yourself and like self-love so I hope everyone listening number one I hope I've introduced you to a new content creator and influencer that number one is just incredible and to binge binge her videos because I feel like you guys are gonna love them your content is just so like unique and different and just so helpful and like I just I love it so much so I'm gonna leave Haley's channel like links down below you guys like have to check her out and check out her videos on yeah basically just so many topics that we didn't get to cover today that you guys might find helpful but yeah thank you so much for sitting down and chatting with me like this adore you as well oh my god I adore you. you I've literally been following you for so long so this was well overdue literally and I feel like there's some exciting things to come from Haley, you guys so make sure you're following her on Instagram and on her YouTube like I said I'll link them both down below but thank you so much thank you appreciate you even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.